I'm Chris. And I'm Doc. And this is The Fad Lads. Talk about the month of March and our challenges for the month of March. What did you do for the month of March? I, I meditated every day for the month of March. I also gave up social media, but that was pretty easy. And it was a, a side dish, uh, like we had last month, a, a main course and a side dish. But the meditation was the main thing. And how was it for you? Surprisingly really good. Was it, was it difficult? You sort of... I remember the first couple of days of the month, you were like, yeah, I'm finding it difficult to find time, or you did it in bed, which to me is kind of called sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I was trying it at, at night time before I went to sleep, which is basically helping you go to sleep. Um, I tried a few different weird ones, walking meditation, and then I wasn't sure what guided meditation was, you know, how it was different than just sort of being quiet on your own. I had read this book and was very much... You know, sometimes I'm a bit stubborn and I'm like, this is the only way I'm doing it because I read this book and this guy said to do it. Actually, you know, I tried a lot of different things and um, over the course of the month and it got easier. You know, it's like anything, I suppose. You practice it and you improve. And uh, yeah, I'm so I'm going to continue to do it. I'm not every day because, um, I don't know, I don't have to do it every day. It's not the challenge anymore, but I find it very useful. It uh, helps me to get a good um, pause before the day starts rather than yeah. sort of waking up in at 100 miles an hour. It just sets me up for the day very well. So doing it in the morning, um, guided meditation really helps. Uh, a couple of different ones that were great were uh, counting meditation, where you literally just count in your head. <laughs> I thought you said accounting. Accounting meditation. Well, that, that's some, <laughs> something that will help you fall asleep. Um, uh, sorry to all the accountants out there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it Zen. It's called Zen counting meditation. I guess if you put the word Zen in front of anything, it makes it sound... So how do you do, uh, how do, you do counting meditation? You just breathe. You breathe in, one, you breathe out. <laughs> just breathe about in. made the mistake. I went, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me that you're only supposed to think it. Yeah, yeah. You could do it in your head. So, so you breathe in for one and... One and out for one, two. Out in for two. Out for up two. to eight. I really so, yeah, so really you don't does. keep counting and I think the, the philosophy behind it is um, you know you have to keep remembering to come back to one and, and, and up to eight and so you don't lose count because you know if you're uh, 272 or was I at 263 and you sort of get into your head a bit about it so a short number uh, and you just really you really focus on your breathing the counting is, is a way to kind of help you focus on your breathing and you so I don't know it depends on what you think meditation is as well I thought it was you had to go into this kind of mode where your your head is so quiet that nothing happens and mm. you're supposed to get enlightenment and all these things you can get enlightened in terms of you come out of meditation with more some more clear ideas uh, especially if there's a, a focus to the meditation when, when it's guided that you actually think about specific things but um the the idea of allowing the thoughts to pop into your head, pop out, and just watch them go by, but not kind of get caught up in them, not sort of go, oh, I got to do this thing later. How am I going to do it? 
oh, I got to talk to so-and-so and work it out and so on. You just kind of go, oh, I got to do that thing later. Okay, yeah, off you go. And then let it pass. And that's it. And you get your uh, 15, 20, whatever number of minutes of, mm. of peace. And, um, you know, you can go into the day. And in business situations, in life situations where you're having an interaction with someone, I think you become a bit more present and a bit more observant to every detail of the conversation and, uh, and uh, the interaction with the people that you're with. So, so you have seen a, a marked, not improvement, but a marked difference in your yeah. kind of mental focus. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, so it just, it's a different habit. It's a different um, way of starting your day, especially if you start the day. I don't know. I guess some people do it to start a day and then again later in the day and so on. It's, it's common that people will do it multiple times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at least starting your day sets you up for it. If you have time to do it again, maybe do that. I did, never did it twice in one day, but I can see why it could be beneficial again. Um, lots of, you know, creative people, tech people, they, they talk about it and, and they, have, they find it to be really beneficial. So do you think, it's well. a, do you think it's a lifestyle then of our fads? Because, you know, if we're going to mark a fad as being, it's very faddy. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it's a fad. Um, I definitely think it's a lifestyle choice that you can make, and I think it's good for your mental health. I think it's just a good thing to do, and you can call it meditation or you can call it something else. Uh, probably there's a stigma for some people who think it's hippie and whatever else, but you know, if you sort of look into it and read about it and you know, listen to people who do it in different ways and what they achieve, then you realize that actually it's, it's the same thing as, I don't know, if you're training for a triathlon, you can't exercise every single day for six months. You'll injure mm. yourself. So you need to have rest periods. Uh, you also need to rest your mind. And this is, to me, is what it does. And so if someone was interested in doing uh, some meditation of, of all the different forms that you've spoken about over the month, where would, what's the beginner's step that you took? Where would you go to to find something that's going to help you uh, get into that world? Uh, I would read 10% Happier by Dan Harris. I've mentioned that previously. It's a good book. It's a great story. And, you know, how he gets to the point of meditating is interesting. And a very small part of the book is about meditating, actually. Um, otherwise, um, I would just start it. I would just download any of the millions of apps, and there's loads of free ones. I used one called Insights Timer. And, uh, Insights Timer? Insights, yeah. Insights Timer. Um it's not as catchy as uh, what are your ones? Cam and Headspace. Headspace, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this one is uh, the model is free, and as you can upgrade for specific features, but it's fine. And just try one, you know, listen to it, and don't give up on the first day. Give it a, a few days, and because uh, you know, even in in I don't know the twenty seventh day of the month, I had a you know you're trying to meditate and you just can't. Your mind is like all over the place. You kind of just have to accept it. You go through it, and you is, is that because if you've done it for twenty-seven days, or just because some days are no, worse some days are yeah, some days are bad. Some days are you just got a lot in your mind, right? Um, so you can't get to that to that point of uh, turning down the volume of the voices in your head, I suppose. But then I suppose the more the proficient you become at being able to get yourself in a meditative state, the better control you'll have over those voices. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's like, look, if you're getting it right 9 out of 10 times or 19 out of 20 or whatever it is, then that's fine. And accept the fact that every now and then, you know, it will be a bit of an off day, but that's fine. You know, mm. be at peace with it and kind of understand that it's fine. And that's, 
that's part of the process. Nice one. Yeah. Well, very good. That sounds very much like a lifestyle thing, and um, I might give that a, a stab. Yeah, I definitely recommend it and love to hear from people who've tried it or people who've tried it and failed or didn't like it or didn't enjoy it. And people who do it all the time, you know, mm. let, let us know how you, how you get on and why it benefits you. It's, uh, it's definitely an interesting one. I have a cameraman that I work with uh, called Kev Robertson, yeah. who, who is a very, very strict meditator. And strict is the wrong word, but he's very into it. And he'll, uh-huh. he's really been training himself at it for, for many years. It's very apparent in his personality as well. He's very sure. calm. And, and filming can be quite tense or difficult or busy or, uh, you know, it can really take up a lot of your mind space. Yeah. And he's very good at detaching himself from, from stress. And I did ask him once, he said, uh, he said, yeah, I was meditating once for about 30 seconds, uh, for about 30 minutes rather, and about halfway through an ant started crawling up my face and into my nose. <laughs> I was like, well, that's crazy. What did you do? He said, nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, well, where did the ant go? And he goes... I don't know, <laughs> which always makes me think that if you're going to get to Kev's level of meditation, then uh, that's what you should aspire to, which is an ant crawling up your nose and you don't move. Yeah, wow, okay, that's extreme. Yeah. Props to Kev. Definitely didn't get there well on Kev. Um, uh, so this month I've been doing yoga. Yoga, yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's see, give us a, let's see how flexible you are. I know we're in audio, but um, <laughs> actually let, let me, let me, let's do what we did for for me when I did the, uh, I'm gonna, the push-ups. I'm gonna, let's I'm see, let me my... feel your, uh, your, your abdominals. And let's see if you can touch your toes. Okay, yeah, okay, good, good form. See, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, no, it's very good. I mean, touching toes isn't isn't the uh, isn't the apex no, of yoga. Sure, but were, were you able to go down that far before? Uh, no, before you started. Okay, great. No, it's been a real uh, it's been a real eye opener for me. Yeah. And I have had I have to admit I had a few days off in the middle of the month because I've got quite a bad back. And, uh-huh. and the irony is is that I was doing yoga to make it better. But in actual fact, I realised that a couple of the stretches were exacerbating the pain. Oh yeah, which is um, there's uh, what's it called. Cobra, where you sort of lie on your front and uh-huh. push your, so your back is bending backwards, yeah. and that's putting a bit of undue pressure on an already existing injury. Right. So I had to take a few days off, and then I realised that, in actual fact, what's best for me is uh, we, I can help that injury actually just by doing back openers, which are slightly different, which is like mm-hmm. child's pose, where you lie mm-hmm. over your thighs, um, and there are some more gentle poses that gave me no pain whatsoever, but still gave me the benefit of the sort of med development of yoga, but also the, the stretching. I mean, I have become, in just one month, um, you know, quite a bit more flexible. Um, supple. Supple. Supple, yeah. You look supple. I look supple. Yeah. It's, I just add an air of suppleness about uh-huh. it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah you, you, you're like a smoothie. <laughs> you, somebody, if they wanted to, they could drink you. That's how supple you are. <laughs> a shapeshifter. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. I've been aware of my posture. I've got uh, it's quite a badly placed mirror in my house. But when you come out of my um, my room, my bedroom, and you turn right down the hall, there's a huge mirror. Uh-huh. And so it's the first thing you see in the morning, and it's only because it's there because I haven't really figured out where to put it up in the house yet. But what it does show you is it shows you your physical shape and your posture quite well. Um, and every time I walk past it, I do just drop my shoulders and and. Uh, sort of realign myself a little more just because it's made me acutely aware doing yoga of things like posture and if you look at your hips in the mirror you'll see if you're off kilter a little bit and your hips are neither here nor there Um, you know you can sort of readjust yourself as you're looking in the mirror which is kind of Uh quite interesting because I think a lot of injuries and 
um, I don't know, I suppose when you sort of ossify slowly and you turn yeah. to stiff bone, uh, is a lot of that to do with alignment, I suspect. So I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking like I'm an expert in it, but my one month has shown me that um, if you are aware of your body and your flexibility and your suppleness, that is a huge benefit, yeah. huge benefit to you. Well, I'm glad it's solving your, your stiff bone problem, um, which is, <laughs> <laughs> happens as well as we get older. I know. It's getting stiffer and stiffer and more and more bone-like. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. It was a good month. Um, my my uh, side dish was um, abs, which again was pretty good for, um, for back pain. I will carry on abs. Um, just because I think that's also something to do with flexibility that's quite advantageous to having mm. to having a strong core affect your posture. Yeah, the core is so important. Yeah. I mean, the core and stretching are two massively important uh, uh, parts of the exercise that you know you see people in the gym and yeah. neither of those things are you know the the kind of uh, the guy with the muscly top half and the spindly legs. Mm. Um, they have. You know, don't do any core work. They don't do any stretching, anything like that. It's, mm. I don't know. Long term, it's not great. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, did you do any advanced stuff? Because I don't know. I've been to uh, and you did everything at home, right? All your yeah. yoga. So yeah. okay. Yeah. So you weren't any hot yoga or anything like that. Um, I know that sometimes I've gone to a class and it might be an advanced level, and they're like, "Okay, now we're going to do the uh, Scooby Doo pose or whatever it is, yeah. where you're going to put your." left toe under your arm and then pull it up behind your ear and you know balance on your right finger yeah and, like, and people are doing it um how sort of far did you push yourself in terms of poses or uh, you know difficulty level not very for one very specific reason is that one i think it's dangerous because mm-hmm. you can really hurt yourself mm-hmm. uh, and secondly i think it can be disheartening and i think with yoga um is you have to like any sport if you're a runner you don't go and do a marathon mm-hmm. you start by doing maybe a kilometre or two kilometres um, and you work your way up and I think it's the same with yoga I'm at a position now where I would call myself uh, in the advanced stages of beginnership so I can do the handful of poses that you need to do like for example um, where you stand on one leg and you put your other leg it's called I think it's called tree mm-hmm. it's the classic kind of uh, where you where you put your knee uh, your foot on your knee and yeah. you put your hands in your hair hands in your head hands in the air um, it's difficult to describe yoga <laughs> you kind of need to see it um, but my balance for example has become quite good mm-hmm. and and balance is one of those things that does get worse as you get older and there's benefits in, in doing balance. It does keep your mind sharp. And it does allow you uh, or does make you focus. And anything, again, is to do with mental wellness, but also keeping your mind active. Um, they're all kind of quite good things. So I think it's a lifestyle thing. I would absolutely suggest it gently. And I don't think you have to do it every day. It, it, was, a, it was very difficult for me to find the time. I'm not going to lie, especially mm. again with traveling, which I did a couple of times this month. But... It is something I now have uh, in my kind of quiver of mm. um, things to do to make me feel better and happier. And it probably made you quiver uh, in certain it positions. A lot. Like right now, it's actually interesting. You've been in this tree pose since we arrived here. I know. And, I, know. I haven't, uh, I haven't yeah. moved the tool. No, no. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's slightly detaching, though. 
Because I'm only wearing my underpants and I'm yeah. on one leg. But you've managed to, maybe your meditation is I meditate through it all. That's the only way I can get through it. Um, yeah, all those thoughts of actual things that I'm seeing right now, I'm, I'm, I'm no, trying to push them, push them away. I think our friendship is getting stronger because of these challenges. Yeah. Uh, Talking about friendship, how's Limo doing with his creative writing? Uh, well, so I spoke to Limo earlier today. Yes. And, um, well, let's have a listen to the, to the conversation. So we're at the end of the month and uh, we checked in with you mid-March and, and, and things were going well. So how has the rest of the month gone and overall, how was your experience? Well, I'd love to say that it went as well as the first half of the month, but unfortunately, last half of the month was a bit of a disaster and essentially I failed this challenge and I'm very disappointed about it, but... In reality, there was some uh, legitimate reasons why why I failed, which um, I should have predicted. Um, but you know, being a little bit of an optimist, I thought uh, that the the project that I had going on wouldn't be as much work as it turned out to be. Um, so essentially, straight after the the, the podcast, uh, the last uh, episode that I re- that I recorded with you guys, things started going wrong straight away. Um, first of all, I had some family in town. Um, which just upset my routine, routine a little bit. And, you know, I didn't want to be rude and say, hey, I don't want to talk to you because I have to sit down and do my writing. Um, so, so that was the first thing. And then the second thing, which was really the, the real problem, was that I had to testify in a court case. I had to travel across the country to do that. I hadn't done that before. And I had to do a lot of preparation for it. And it was just, it was a lot more work than I thought. It was a lot more tiring than I thought. It was a lot more stressful than I thought. And just, I, I just didn't have the energy and the um, determination to, to push on and just sit down and, and write for half an hour every day uh, during that period. Um, so ultimately, that, that, was my, that was my downfall. So life got in the way. And, and a lot of people use jury duty to get out of uh, work. Um, you're, you've gone to an extreme testifying to get out of this challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to come up with a really good excuse to get out of this one. Um, yeah, you know, I knew this was coming. Um, there was a chance it would, be post- it would be postponed. I knew it was coming. I was meant to be only uh, testifying for one day. It turns out that I was testifying for three days, and I needed to be, uh, to be there for five days. And there was a lot more uh, preparation um, and just work and just stress involved there. Um, so, you know, I probably should have realized, you know, I've never done this before. It's going to be a little bit more difficult than, than I thought. Maybe I was a little bit naive um, in my in my preparation and, and understanding how much work it would take. Um, yeah, but, you know, uh, life gets in the way. You know, I'm not that negative about it. I'm actually kind of positive about the experience because I really did enjoy writing for the first half of the month. And I do recognize that for the second half of the month, it was a little bit out of my control. I mean, I could have pushed a bit harder. I, I could have just pushed through and done it. Um, but ultimately, I feel that I, I do enjoy writing for half an hour a day. I do think it's something that I will go back to and do on a on a regular basis. But I will have to plan things out better and understand that you know some things happen when when you you just can't you can't keep with your routine. Um, but the important thing is to try and get back into your routine as, as quickly as you can. Yeah, and listen, you, you gave us some great feedback early on in the month about your experience um, for the first half. And it seems like you learned a lot and understand what it takes to get into a routine of writing and, and take on a challenge like this. And to be honest, from our point of view and probably from the listener's point of view, it's great to hear 
about uh you know a challenge that hasn't been fulfilled because it is very difficult uh all of the challenges that people are doing are are, are difficult and when you compound all of the different uh, advice that people give about everything we were supposed to be doing even taking on one of these things is a big effort so we're really uh grateful that you that you tried it and um uh you know you were one of the uh you know most interesting guests we've had in terms of uh, chatting to you about what what you do outside of it as well so um great to have you on and uh chris and i were delighted that you gave it a go and hopefully look you'll stay listening to the podcast and maybe take on one of the uh the other challenges as as the year goes on and, and try some of the fads and let us know how you get on yeah you know I, I had a really positive experience i really enjoyed it i'm very very glad that i took on the challenge and i really do believe that i'll be able to go back and to commit to to do more of this in the future uh, so it's very, very positive for me. I recommend, I recommend other people to take on the challenge and, uh, you know, just give it, give it a month. At least at the end of the month, you'll know if it's something that you want to continue doing or not. And it's only, it's only one month of, out of your life for, for, for family that. So it's, I, I thought it was great. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. Great. Thanks a million, Limo. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, bye-bye. Okay. So, um, that was tough. He's the first person that didn't properly finish. Yeah, and you know he's makes some interesting points about how you know you said traveling and uh, you found it very difficult this month. Getting the time in, especially when you add something in to your life. Um, you know, we both added something out. Meditation takes time. Yoga takes time. Uh, sometimes life gets in the way, and you've got to take care of other bits and pieces mm. of it. So, you know, it's not a case of. Uh, you know, Limo failed yeah. uh, the challenge, let's say. I mean, technically he did, but um, we, it isn't a bad thing. It's just he, he wasn't um, in a position to do it this month. And maybe next month he will. But even in the period of time that he did it, it worked out very well for him. And he uh, was able to use it to understand, okay, if I want to sit down and do this project, whether it's write a book or uh, write some articles or whatever it is, it's, it's got to take some time and got a plan for that. Yeah, he um, felt inspired by it. And even when yeah. we spoke to him during the month, I think what these things give you is a little kind of a little crack in the door that you can see through and you say, oh, actually, I can do that. And mm-hmm. I got that from him. And I know it's, uh, it's probably frustrating for him that he, he couldn't finish it. But I think that goes to show that if you do set yourself um, challenges, they, they are difficult things to 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 fill in and even what was it 15 minutes a day mm-hmm. it really does show how uh, stressful some people's lives can be where they don't even feel like they can get those 15 minutes a day and mm-hmm. he's got he was in a very high pressure environment um and and that's a really good indicator of how kind of you know without being too glib about it, how stressful modern life can be because yeah. there, there isn't that much time to turn off uh, and if there is your attention is more often than not diverted by something else Sure, and you know, society and people tell us all the time, oh, well, you know, it's great if you do this or this, right? But everything we're doing, all of these things are things people tell you to do. You can't do them all, and it's hard enough to do one of them. Yeah. So trying to do them all and to have this perfect lifestyle is, uh, is tough going. And, you know, there are people, I don't know, if you're a fan or if you listen to him, Tim Ferriss, yeah. it seems like he's able to do them all at once, yeah. um, which, you know, fair play to him if, if he is. Uh, he's managed a four-hour work week, so if we only worked four hours a week, we would have all this time to do it. 
But uh, yeah, look, it is. It's massively a challenge. So um, thanks to Limo and yeah, huge uh, thanks. for trying it. And, but also uh, thanks, Limo, for saving the world. For saving the world as well, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, without Limo, we wouldn't be able to turn our on our computers, and the yeah. world would probably collapse. And just for having an interest in life more than than we have exactly. that we can that we can exactly. tap into. Yep. Yeah. Well, here, here's to you, Limo, yep. and uh, and well done, Doc, for for this month's challenge. And to you, yeah. You I can, thought that was you a can, good one. You can step out of your pose now if you want. Oh, God, that's so much more relaxing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the month is over. I am never going to do you. <laughs> um, I thought that was a good one. I think that they're both good lifestyle things. And I think the creative writing thing is faddy in the sense that you probably wouldn't do it every day, but it's definitely worth if you're feeling inspired to try that. But I think meditation and yoga are definitely something that could be reasonably incorporated into people's lifestyles quite comfortably, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, they get a big thumbs up meditation. Thumbs up, yeah, two okay. thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um, as always, you can get in touch with us on at official fad lads on Twitter and Instagram. Doc is back on social media That's, again. Yeah, I am. I look forward to uh, seeing what I missed. Probably absolutely nothing. <laughs> and nobody missed me either. But, uh, well, I'm not very good at upkeeping those things. But oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're way better at it. Um, but I think we're going to have an interesting month next month, and we'll, we'll talk about this in the next episode where social media plays quite a big part in it. Great. Look so, um, so well done and thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.